Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Luke Anderson, astronaut, a man barely interesting. I just picture you sitting on the rail at a strip club eating a Lunchable. Will Darkens, hot air balloon attendant, frightened by technology. I, I love you, but you're saying that this little old man, this dude was a clean 6'6". We have the capability to build the 33rd best radio show in Portland on Saturdays about sports. The Sinner and the Saint will be that show. Better than they were before. Sportsier. Funnier. More Labradoodles. The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate Show on 1080 The Fan. The Odyssey. Map and 1080thefan.com. Hey, 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 Happy Saturday morning, all you beautiful Portland listeners. Hope you're having a wonderful start to your weekend. But since I can't ask you, I will ask the other person here with me, Will Darkins. What's happening? Hey, hey, hey. What's up, man? What's up? Huh. What, what was that? I don't know. I, mean, I don't like I was like just it. coming with some energy. Not only that's energy. No? No, I don't like that one bit. Whatever, the, whatever you yeah. were doing there, yeah. don't do that again. That's what my uh, my son does. Oh, really? Already? I've noticed that On he does... On his YouTube channel? Well, he does this thing where, like, he'll laugh, but he has, like, a real long trailer. Okay. He'll go... <laughs> and your son is now three months? Four months old? Six and a half. Six and a half. I was going to go with six. And I was like, nah, I'm over. It can't be six months already. Six and a half months. Six and a half months, and he's already... <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, is there something wrong with him? My wife's like, no, he's just laughing. Just losing like, Are hair. you sure? Yeah. <laughs> Kids laughs. Man, they, they, they'll they stick with them. Uh, as far as I can tell, same laugh from when they were just little tiny babies all mm. the way up until five now. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Seems to be seems to be one of the consistent things. Yeah, because they're not saying any words for a little while. You're a little, you got a little time before they start, you know, telling you how they feel about stuff. Right. Like the cat being on... Zuzu's bed at three o'clock in the morning last night. Apparently, it's unacceptable. She pissed her off. No, like, like the cat sleeps on one. And she, kids have twin bunk beds. Oh, they've they've established uh, their sleeping Wait, positions. Twin bunk beds. Do that, does that mean there's four beds in total? No, twin size beds. Twins, oh, twin size. They're bunk beds. Okay. Okay. So on the same page. they've uh, they've they've established who gets top bunk, who gets bottom bunk. Mm. Uh, they they're they're harmonious in there. Mm. The cat likes sleeping on the top bunk. It's just uh, kind of his thing. Now, a five-year-old does not take up an entire twin-size mattress. So there's about, I don't know, 15 sixteenths of a twin mattress available for the cat to sleep anywhere. So they're, they're not within four feet of each other. Yet, three o'clock in the morning. Papa! Down the hallway. Go strolling in there. I'm like, what? Weasley's on the All right, let's go, cat. Really? Like, yeah. Boy, you are controlled. I would have <laughs> lost it. You wake me up at 3 a.m. for this? We did have a conversation about it this morning. I was already there. 
And so I got the cat off the bed. But what? One more of these? I'm getting two more cats, and I'm making sure every night they're on your bed. You better not make another effing peep. I swear to you. All right, baby. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> you got to finish. We got to finish with one of those. Yeah. This morning, I go I, I go back in there, and she's like, we just on my bed again. Oh, yeah, because doors are open, and it's awake time, and everybody's up, and your cat's right there. I go, look how much. Sp-. And I, we did the whole diagram of the bed. I go, if the cat sleeps there. Mm. And you're not touching. You're I go, trying to break it down for your daughter? I, well, I go, I'll go, here's your options. Here's, oh, okay. Here's your options. You can get used to it and deal with it. Now you've got a cat that sleeps on your bed. That's that's option A. That's the easier one. It's not a bad option. Option B, get the cat off your own bed. It's three o'clock in the morning. I didn't want to flip out and wake up the whole entire house. Just flip the top bunk right off the bottom bunk. Like just No, I didn't want to do that in the middle of the night. So I just said, all right, what gets me back to bed quickest? Yeah. So I take the cat under my arm uh. and stroll back in the other room. Because my wife gets upset. Here's the other, here's the funny part, the ironic part of this whole thing. My wife gets upset that the cat doesn't sleep on her bed anymore. Oh. Usually the cat would sleep at the foot of my wife's bed, which to her was comforting. No, now it's at the, the foot of my daughter's bed, which is a huge pain in the ass, apparently. So the whole... Uh the whole uh, Freudian thing's kicking in then, huh? Now your wife is pissed at your daughters because the cat prefers them. Oh, well, she, yeah, well, yeah, but I don't She's think... She's like, now I'm going to take it out on the kids. No, well, I don't think I don't like any of it's Freudian. It's, this, is all, uh, this is all out in the air. Oh, none, okay, none of this good, is suppressed good, good, good. in the, the id or the ego or whatever. No, this is all very much out in the air. The conversation has happened. It's like, you know, listen, cat, you need to spend more time with me. Mm. Yeah, Sharon will strong arm that. Get the kid in there and just, oh yeah, you're sleeping here. She'll put it down. Yeah. Well, I commend you because I would have been far gruffer and I've been far gruffer, especially with a uh, four month old baby. And it, now it hasn't been to the point where I've been mad at irrational things, but oh, they're rational. You, you realize there is no rationality within that child. There's plenty of rationality. No, no, no. Your he knows child, what he's doing. Your, that's, that is exactly what my wife does. She did it on purpose. <laughs> what? What do you mean she did it on purpose? She's five. She didn't She didn't go, here's all the social ramifications of my behavior. Yeah. This didn't cross her mind. She's been in like seven different social situations. Yeah. Hanging out with us mm. is 90% of them. Right. The rest of them are like hanging out with their cousin, grandma time, uh, preschool, and uh, I, I may have pooped my pants. Like those are all of the situations that she's been in. See, Sharon and I need to compare notes because oh, I yeah. truly believe Finn is doing things out of spite, which I don't blame him. Sure. It's a strong move. <laughs> I, not one I would have chosen at six months old. Let me tell you something. I was making high level executive decisions at six months old. Sure you were. I was like, hey, man, yeah. there is poop in my diaper. Somebody better get their ass over here quick to change me because yeah. I'm not dealing with diaper rash. It's the weekend. I'm trying to have a good time. So, yeah, you know, when my baby, my four month old baby at the time, yeah. keeps taking his pacifier out and throwing it across the room, which, by the way, very proud. Yeah, yeah, good arm. About to quit everything uh, I'm what, doing what, and real just quick? invest it all into Whoa. him being a pitcher. Can we have a quick conversation? What? What arm? Oh, I think it was his right. Ooh, that's he not keeps as good. switching. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's uh, weird. No, just because he'll, he'll, he'll take it out. Put it in his left. He'll take it out with his pitcher, left. Put it in his left. He takes it out with his left. He yeah. switches to the right and throws. But then yeah. we've also seen him reaching stuff with left hand. It's very interesting. Eh, very interesting it's not, stuff. It's not that interesting. He does have two hands. It's incredibly interesting <laughs> stuff. <laughs> no. Yeah. We've got twins. One righty, one lefty. Yeah. I, that's, that, I mean. That's interesting. <laughs> but that makes sense though, right? There's two of them, one for each. Not that interesting. <laughs> I've heard of more interesting things. Yeah. My child uses both of his hands. Both of them. Both of them for different things. It's insane. Yeah. So when he throws it across <laughs> the room and I come in there the third time, yeah. I did, and my wife said, you have to quit asking him this because he doesn't know what you're saying. But I ask him, why are you throwing that across the room? Yeah, what is your motivation yes. for this? Do you just want to make me go and pick it up? Do you like me seeing pick? No. It's just... <laughs> Testing what works in the world. Right now, it's his arms and his fingers and trying to figure out how things work. He doesn't, you know what he does not understand? Gravity. Seems pretty simple. You can try to explain to him. Not going to get it. Yeah. I mean, take the simplest concept. I don't know. 
I don't even know where objects per, object permanence comes in. But I don't know if he even has that yet. He doesn't. Yeah, he's still pretty surprised by yeah. peekaboo. There you go. That's so, the one they tell you to test. If you oh, yeah. if you're doing peekaboo, and after a while he just seems to kind of get it. Oh, you're always they around. love it. Yeah. They think it's hilarious when you come back up. But like they say, after a point, if you do peekaboo and you come back and they're just kind of like, hey, what's up? Yeah, <laughs> then they got it. Yes, yeah. but yeah, that's the the reason you laugh is because you're surprised. And surprise makes people laugh. And when he doesn't know that you exist, when your hands cover your face. Yeah. So I'm, I doubt he's rationalizing anything that he's doing. All right. Maybe he is. Maybe your kid's a genius. God, you sound just like my wife. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Except for educated and even keeled. I'm just, I'm just winging it. So, yeah. hey, listen, listen. Many people have told me this, but I'm, do I listen? No. No, of course not. No. Why would I? No. I'm right. That, Not the baby. That would be me. against your character to, to actually listen and pay attention to what's going on. Oh, well, parenting, perhaps. Parenting everything you expected to be, everything you hoped it would be through six months? Uh, I guess so. See, that's the thing. I got to ask this all the time, um, you know, leading up to it. Like, oh, are you getting nervous? Are you getting nervous? Are you getting nervous? You're about to have a kid. It's your first kid. I got to I was like, not really, because yeah. I don't know what the hell to expect. Yeah, there you like go. I've heard stories, and I've been around babies, and I've been around parents with babies. You don't get the full effect. So usually, in my mind, whenever I don't know what to expect, I'm not very nervous yeah. because it's like, well, this could be really easy. I don't know. <laughs> easy is it? Is it really easy? Uh, it's gotten easier now. Yeah, but the first like four months were pretty hard. <laughs> but like, yeah, I, that that to me. And I, I, I thought about that lately, the idea that, like, if I know what's coming, I'm almost more nervous because I'm like, oh, am I going to be able to do what's required? But yeah. when I don't know what's coming is when I'm least nervous because I'm like, well, maybe this is just going to be super easy. And if it's super hard, then I guess whatever. That's why. <laughs> well, that's that's like Chris Rock wasn't nervous. He was going to get slapped by Will Smith. It's like walking up. He's like, oh, he's probably going to do something uh, with a bit. Maybe he'll put me in a headlock and give me a noogie. He didn't have time to be nervous. He's just like, whoa. He, you think he didn't see that coming as Will Smith was walking up? Uh, no. No, because he's just, he's sitting there. He's kind of laughing. He's like, all right, what's this? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, well, go back and watch the clip. Will I Smith was it. just laughing at it. How many times did you watch that clip this week? A lot. Yeah? Too much to count. <laughs> I watched that clip a lot. Uh, Mostly on the internet with people like redubbing and doing remixes. Are there remixes of it? Oh, I've not God. seen a remix. There's people who did uh, the slap as a sample for Black Betty. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, Black <laughs> Betty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That's pretty good. I like that one. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. That slap. First of all, let's just break down the slap itself. Yeah, he short arms it. He doesn't he doesn't do like the big here comes a slap. He just yeah. he is quick. Well, the and guy trained that, to be Muhammad Ali. Yeah. yeah. And you know that training came in. He took it from the fastest angle and good on him because if you if like you're saying, he would have done a full like here comes a slap. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Rock has enough time to see what's coming sure. and go, I'm going to back up, I'm going to duck whatever. No, no, no. Here was the other masterful part of it. First, he uses leverage off his back foot to oh, propel yeah, yeah. himself through Chris yeah. Rock's face. I don't think you can give him too much props on the power of the slap. Chris Rock, not that phased by it. Didn't seem that way. No, no, no. Rock. I probably would have been toppled over by that. I you would have? Yeah, it's Will Smith. Yeah, he, He's a large I person. I get that. I get that, but I mean, I'm just telling you, it didn't phase him, uh, you know, if he if he'd thrown the full haymaker slap, yeah, he probably would have seen it coming, but right. still, I think you land that one, you knock him down. So he hits him, yeah. and now what I noticed most of all is Smith kept a guard oh, with his left. Oh, yeah, yeah. You saw that his hand was hit back. right near, yeah. Yeah, kind of did. Which I don't blame the dude. If I'm getting slapped on national TV, all bets are off. Yeah. Like you're the guy that initiated it. Now I'm fr I got free will at this point. I can come back and bite you, kick you in the nuts, give so, you a wet willy, give you a sick Indian burn on your arm. If I'll you, go full bore on you. Have you gone through the scenario? What if that was me getting slapped? Yeah, I just did. <laughs> 
You're getting a Indian burn or you're giving it? No, I'm that? giving it. Oh, yeah. oh that's I'm what Chris you're going to do. Okay. That's, yeah. okay, if you're Chris Rock, yeah. you're going to go jump on Will Smith yes. and give him an Indian burn, I have tear been... off his cufflink, toss it into the orchestra, roll up his sleeve, give him an Indian burn, and then sit on his chest and give him a wet willy. <laughs> I just want to make sure that's your response. That's my response. Okay. I have been given full permission at full that point. Full permission. Have I not? If you are slapped on television, I believe that now the ball is in your court. You can do whatever the hell you want. I think Rock missed out on an opportunity because at the end of the day, what is everybody going to talk about even if you do all that stuff? They're going to talk about the fact that Will Smith slapped Chris Rock. They're not going to talk about how what you just said, you just plopped your fat ass on top of it. <laughs> and then right in his ear. <laughs> You did mention that Will Smith, large person. Chris Rock, not a large person. No, he's rather short. Yeah, so. I think. I don't know that he's short, but he's he's wiry. Let me get some uh, get some measurements. Let me get some measurables <laughs> on Chris Rock here. Okay, we'll get the Will Smith ones too if you're doing this. See, I got. Uh, he is 57 years old. I'm aware so. of that. We got Will Smith at 50. There, I know far more about those two than I did before this week. Hmm. If if you're just joining the world and did not see the Chris Rock Will Smith incident at the Oscars, I recommend just go and watch Jimmy Kimmel's monologue from uh, Monday. What was his thing about it? It was everything. He did all of the things about it. Oh, and yeah. the one that did not get a laugh, which I thought was pretty good. He goes, Will Smith came in with the hitch slap. Oh yeah. I've seen that too. Yeah. And it was That's dead. Pay- like the whole audience was just like, Oh, I guess we're doing this. And then he just, he just kept going. That's great. Yeah, he had all the angles from it. He's like, here's the thing. Will Smith laughing at the joke initially. And now see Jada Pinkett Smith's reaction. He turns his head. That that was just a person being insane. Yeah. It, it, he looked and still looks when you go back. He looks like a crazy person. Yeah. He's I, laughing. Yeah. Then he gets up and storms the stage at yeah. the Oscars. It's the second most watched television program in the world. Goes up, slaps a guy, then is screaming at him from his seat. Then he refused, apparently, if you listen uh, listen to the reports from the, he refuses to leave Mm -hmm. and then goes up and cries hysterically and then is getting jiggy with it by the end of the evening. That is correct. Tell me that that is not a pattern of a person that does not have their mental faculties about them. Yeah, he, uh, well, if you've been that following. That evening in private is a crazy person. <laughs> that evening in public is super crazy. Now, I know you follow, um, you know, I know you follow Will Smith's career pretty closely. Yes, so I've, seen, to, I've seen yeah. probably three of his movies. Okay. So yep. you're. I don't think I've seen Ali. To be you're honest. well up on it. Yeah. Right. Well, well caught up. I watched. I watched probably 75% of the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air episodes, including the one with Kareem, who wrote a very good piece about it. See, you've seen more than I. I forget the Kareem episode. Mm. But now Will Smith's had a tough year. Okay. Let's let's no, he's put had a this tough in week. No, it's only been a week. It's a tough year. What else happened this year? He wrote a book. Oh, did he? That's tough. No, I don't think it is. And in the book, he admitted that he's a sex maniac. Oh, he's the sex maniac. Yeah, he and Jada, when they met, basically, he said they like they went to his house, they like closed all the curtains and like covered all the clocks and just like drank wine and boned. Sure, and like just lost track of time. And I yeah. was like, wow, yeah, that checks out. Man, I wish I could be a celebrity. <laughs> yeah, it's good to be a celebrity. So there was that. All yeah. Right. Well, how much? How much? How much of the desire for fame is not driven at, on the at least on the male side is not driven by libido. Uh, is not. Yeah. Well, like so what are you saying what like what everything goes back to that? Is that what, you're what saying? percentage of of movie stars, actors, famous people said, "If I do this, then I will get more of that." And, um, it, and the and the that was not. Sex. I would say it's only 30 because I think Ooh. a lot of male stars, it's about like money and influence. To what end? Yeah, but then you uh, can just chalk uh, that down to everything. Yeah, well, it's true. Very true. Right. Very true. But 
young, rich Will Smith was doing it to get G. Yeah. Okay. Look, I'm jealous. Okay. You That's like the be. first well, yeah. thing I would have done if I got famous. Okay. <laughs> this is what this is what I'm saying. You have all these reasons to be jealous of Will Smith. That one you're just finding out about. You didn't know that was going on. I guess. I, I guess is my point. Yeah, I, I was unaware until okay. I read a portion of an article of a portion of a book. <laughs> yeah. Also, he said he was suicidal. Yeah. And then he also said, uh, let's see. Oh, his, his relationship is open with yep, Jada. We've, we've heard that. They confirmed it. Yep. So he's had a rough year, man. Yeah. It's been rough. And I think you should take it easier on him for assaulting somebody on national television. <laughs> and then crying hysterically and after crying refusing hysterically. to leave and then going to the after party dancing to your own music. Now you forgot about the and, part where Bradley Cooper consoled him. Uh, and Denzel and Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry. If, that, if that's the triumvirate. Like if the three wise men mm. were needed to be proclaimed prior the three wise men of Hollywood. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So if you said like Denzel, sure. Bradley Cooper. All right. I can get with that. Mm. Tyler Perry's number three. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Can you think of someone better? Ah, uh, I don't want Robert De Niro in my face. Tom Hanks. Yeah. Maybe Tom. Hanks. Okay. Yeah. Actually, yeah, Tom Hanks. <laughs> Definitely. If you could add like a fourth on there, Tyler Perry no. would be the fourth. But, yeah, Hanks Tyler Perry would be the odd man yeah. out. I'm just saying yeah. that there's plenty of other people. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? You think when he came up, he was doing his Medea voice? <laughs> Listen, child. Oh, my God. Oh, my you, God. You slapped Chris Rur. <laughs> Oh, my God. He definitely did that. All right. Hey, uh, sports, sports, sports. Uh, you excited for Final Four? This is? I think so. This is the most exciting tournament ever. All the Cinderella's. Villanova, Kansas, Duke, North Carolina. Where's the upset? Mm. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, listen. It's Blue Bloods. It's the Final Four. The script is going just as you would want if you're Coach K. Uh, we will get into the final four to start things off. Center and Saint, Teddy the fan. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Back to the streets. The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate with Luke Anderson and Will Darkins on 1080 The Fan. Welcome back in. Fan text line 503-250-1080. That's how you interact with this radio show. Not 100% sure that I can see the... uh, the context to this, but there's a text that just says orgies and key bumps. That fits the uh, fits the conversation we're having somehow. Every day, bro. Yeah, that's the Rick James playbook. 
it's a lot of people's playbook. Isn't Rick, it funny? Rick James was just very open about it. Yeah, he was. You know what's really funny about Rick James is that like he entered a group of celebrities that somehow have a horrible past, but like later in life were just accepted. Yeah, but he was he was more revered after the Rick James uh, story time. And the see, Charlie Murphy stories. Saying. Yeah, but like, you know what? He, you know that like he settled out of court with a woman who said that he and his then girlfriend kidnapped her and kept oh, her yeah. as a yep. sex slave at yep. their mansion. Yep. And then he shows up on the Chappelle show. Everybody's like, oh, man, Rick James. Yeah, but it wasn't really Rick James. I don't know if you recall those. That was Dave Chappelle pretending to be Rick James. Right. Yeah, if you'll recall. Not in that. the interviews, though. What's he, that? He did interviews in the show. He confirmed. Yeah, 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 yeah. they did cutbacks yeah, of him yeah, being yeah. like, oh, yeah, yeah. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, there's I don't that. Know that. He was revered, though. Oh, like, people loved him at the no, end. Well, yes, they did, but they loved the character that was. The, that. That's just a weird one. Clint Eastwood's another one. Yeah, but Clint Eastwood. There was a caricature of Rick James. The story is true. The caricature that Dave Chappelle played made him more famous. So he's more famous for the representation of him. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I'm trying to think if there's another good, like, biography that somebody did where when you picture, like, when you picture Rick James, what comes in your head first? Dave Chappelle as Rick James or Glitter. actual Rick James? Glitter Rick James. Glitter Rick James. Glitter Rick James is a pretty good one. His his Jerry curls, but I don't know that there was anybody that was like spoofed that much. Like, there's maybe a little bit with um, Ross Perot. I picture Dana Carvey first. Oh yeah, not almost as much as uh, the George W. Bush or the George H. W. Bush, the impression that he did. But like Ross Perot for sure. I just think of the the impersonation <laughs> that was done of him. But I'm sure there's more like that. If I go through my brain, I could probably find more. My brother and I still do that when we talk. Can I, let me finish. Can, can I, can I just okay. finish? Yeah. <laughs> yes. See, yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's a good one. All right. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll try to ponder and see if there's another one. But we'll ask you, 503-250-1080, the fan line. Is there anybody that you think of the impression of them first before you think of the actual celebrity? Uh, we've got the final four. Yes. We're we, here. We made it. We finally got here. We made it. And it doesn't look all that different than you probably would have picked for a lot of brackets. Just the way that we got here was a little bit different. But you've got Duke playing North Carolina, which is obviously a huge deal. It will be the last time Coach K plays against his biggest rival and is in a Final Four. The winner gets a chance to play for a national championship. The, the storyline there is set, and it's if, if you're a Duke fan, which I talked to a Duke fan this week, and she was absolutely losing her mind. She's an alum, and she was just like, she's like, I don't, I don't even know if I can watch, and I just... I. I just wish her, wish her Godspeed. I said, good luck this weekend. Hopefully you survive. Uh, but the emotions that Duke fans are having, I wonder how North Carolina fans feel about this. If this is like, is Hubert Davis is so calm about everything. He's like, yeah, the rivalry is a big deal, but that's not what we're thinking about. We're just trying to figure out how to win a basketball game. The real prize is at the end. He's just so calm and stoic about the whole thing. And he, he's got a job next year. He's going to come back and he's going to try to beat Duke. That's his job. Yeah. So, because that rivalry has, it's not like it's Roy Williams is still there or anything like that. Where I think it would, there certainly would be a different feel to it. Um, but I don't know. This is this is great. I I think from a sports storyline, I think this is what you want. Yeah, and you know, it's interesting too is that this kind of falls along the lines of some other um, last rides that we've had in sports, and you touched on it a little bit there. But that almost everything else kind of goes into purview. And I felt like Gonzaga did this last year, uh, even though they didn't win the national title. I don't think anybody really thinks much of, you know, Baylor, really. Baylor the won. The story was Gonzaga. Yeah, the story yeah. was Gonzaga. The story was the half-court shot to sure. end UCLA. The story was all that. Uh, I go back to the Super Bowl, the uh, first Super Bowl for the Seahawks, right? The story was Jerome Bettis. The story was Jerome oh, Bettis 2005, coming home, 100%. retiring. 100%. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're playing to Detroit. Yeah. Drive the bus. Yeah. And that lasts way longer than what Seahawk fans gripe about now, which is the officiating was rigged. They did apologize. They apologized for it, which means a lot. <laughs> it does. It, 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 I'm it sure that helps for nothing, you, right? but, but it, it, all it does is it fortifies the complaint about that Super Bowl. Does, does that ever make you feel, what the 
F is the point of like apologizing and then going back and correcting mistakes and officiating. Oh. Like nobody wins. You know what? My favorite is, <laughs> is going through and looking at this. And I think we were doing this last week. When we were looking at elite eights and sweet 16s or whatever, but you go back and you look at all the teams that have made it and how far they've made it. And then there's just a line next to it that says vacated. And I'm like, yeah. Okay. So they won that game. <laughs> <laughs> like Reggie Bush didn't win the Heisman trophy. Oh, yeah, yeah, he did. That one really stings the worst. Does it really sting? Well, because you you were right of that era where that dude was, that was one of the more incredible college football seasons ever. Of course it was. It was insane. And it was a human highlight reel. And how old were you? What was that oh six? Yeah. 13, 14, so you wanted 15, to, but that was, but you've talked about this many times on this show. That's when you thought you were Reggie Bush and all you wanted yeah. to be was Reggie Bush. Yeah. That was the first college football player. I truly idolized yep. and was like, Oh my gosh, this is awesome. Yeah. I want to play like him. I want to run like him. Yeah. I mean, I didn't even have that with pro players. Yeah. But no, Reggie, Bush, Reggie was, Bush. Yeah. And then that MF -er <laughs> took money to buy a home for his family who was in dice. What a, POS. Yep. Dude. Yeah, I know. How do you do that? How do you accept money from an organization to make sure that your family has a home? Can you imagine explaining <laughs> this to Finn at some point? Like you, <laughs> you and Finley Luke Darkens. Yes. He's he's fourteen and he's getting ready to play football. And you go, oh, you know who my idol was at that age? <laughs> Reggie Bush. Show him some highlights. And then and and now, well, yeah. And you show him some highlights, and then you have to. He goes, "What does this mean? Where it says that his Heisman Trophy was vacated?" Well. College players couldn't make money. Yeah. And, then, and and now it's 15 years of NIL later where not only have they like just figured out like the little details of every college player is getting paid, but it'll be the same thing when you're like, listen, this guy got thrown out of the league uh, for weed. And he's like, what? Like, but everybody smokes weed. Debt speed, which pass me that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it's just it's it's funny how the rules have changed, but like, you know, the worst part will be if he's like, oh, okay, I get it, I get it. Hey, can we watch those highlights of that OJ guy again? <laughs> that Heisman season was awesome. Why is everybody harp on him? Did I don't take, get it. Did anybody take away his Heisman? No, that's exactly. And he definitely double murdered. What? He definitely double murdered. <laughs> not one, not one and a half. Two, two, two murders. murders yeah. in one night. Wow. Here's the thing that we know. He killed at least two people. What do you think? More? I, I couldn't say. Do you know? Can you tell me right now? Definitively. For a fact that no more people were killed. By OJ Simpson? Yeah. Probably not. Yeah. There you go. Now, that's not to say that we're speculating here. Or no, anything, no, of course not. But you were presenting a I'm situation you, where I'm just answering honestly. Can you say honestly, with 100% certainty that he killed zero people? I can't. I can't say with 100% certainty that you haven't killed anyone. <laughs> it's true. I would hope you'd say the same about me, yeah. quite honestly. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea how many people you've killed. Couldn't tell you at all. But here's the thing. You and I could also both be zeros, right, in the murder column. Our murder totals could, could both be zero. Do you feel the same way about OJ Simpson? Uh, no, okay, no. There you go. That's that's the difference. No. Yeah. Him. We may have I'm all about, killed three people. Yeah. I'm about ninety nine point eight. Yeah. On him. There's that two percent. Uh, that point two percent where I'm like, there you go. Maybe he didn't. No, he did it. Yeah. yeah. Well. On these airwaves, once upon a time, we had Keith Hill hosting the Center and the Saint. He he was adamant that OJ was innocent. Wait. Did you never hear that one? Excuse me. Oh, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, yeah. What? He was trying to convince. I think Suk was on with us, too. Oh, that was a spirited conversation. Wait, wait. He, yeah. what, what was his, what oh, was his I, basis? Oh, dude. I, come on. Come on. I tuned out. You know I tuned out. That's for an that. interesting hill to die on. Uh, I'll tell Isn't you what. It? Yes, it is. <laughs> like really, you want to you want to go down with that? Like at least make it interesting. Yeah. Well, no. Oh no, I didn't. I because here's the thing. I don't care. Like when I, I know go he down, did. It. I know he did it because he did it. When I go down, I want it to be something a little more like local and spectacular. But here's like boy, I could see why Dame left this asshole. Here, it's like up, uh, get him off air. <laughs> Here's 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 what I recall of it. Here's what I recall of the of the whole situation. 
Uh, it was one of those things where, like, I'm not 100% sure OJ did it. I'm like, you're an idiot. And then he went, well, I've read, and then starts listing oh, off boy. all the conspiracy. And then so I went, you know what? Fine. If you want if you want to create some doubt, I go, I go, I've just used my eyes and my, you know, spatial awareness and That's my ability to, yeah. Like, I, I'm like, fine. But Souk, I think, heard the conversation. <laughs> and the next time he was on the show, we had to go down that rabbit hole. And Souk was like, listen, I read those police reports that you're claiming. And then it was, and then that turned into a whole thing. And I'm like, you know what? I don't have enough time to invest it. Like, if you're telling me that there's no way that he did that and like, just like now, now, since then, having watching uh, both the, uh, the docu-series, mm. like, can you picture OJ without thinking of Cuba Gooding Jr.? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, Robert Kardashian, though. Very much so. Robert Kardashian, though. Do you think of Robert Kardashian or do you think of? Juice? Yeah, I, I just think of his daughters. Oh, yeah, that's fair. But when you think of picture Robert Kardashian in your head, yeah. is it is the it Ross actual? Or is it, is it Ross from Fred? Yeah, it's probably Ross. Yeah, there you go. That's such Whoa. a good portrayal. Juice? Uh, wow. But yeah, so having watched both those documentaries, the documentary series more than just the other one, right. he definitely did it. So yeah. yeah, during that conversation, this is one where you just check out on, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like when Mel Kuyper goes, this is my big board. Here's all the reasons why and yeah. you're like, I get it. And then he's like, no, but I've got more reasons. I go, no, no, no. Like your big board's fine. And then somebody goes, well, I don't think that guy's going to pick third. And then like Kuyper goes, no, let me tell you. Why. And then he goes right. to the whole thing. And I just go like. All you've done was just exhaust me. I think like there's, I don't know what percentage of it, but there's like the Matthew Berries of the world, your fantasy football mm -hmm. guy, right? Your, your draft experts, the McShays and all they do is just barf out so many statistics that everybody gets exhausted and go fine. Your big board's the best big board that was ever big boarded. And then the thing actually happens and you go, how are you get anything right? And then he goes, well, let me tell you what happened, why things changed in the last minute based on the people that I was talking to. Mm -hmm. And then he just go, oh, I forgot. You're exhausting. It's like, just don't engage. In conspiracy theories, that's how I am. Like, you want to tell me the moon landing? Also a Keith Hill theory, the moon landing faked. Faked? Now I'll subscribe okay. a little. Oh, really? You're down for that one? I got some documentaries to show you, bro. Oh, yeah, dude. You're going to show me the shadows? Just be exhausting. Show you the shadow animals. But yeah, hey, listen, if you want if you want to go that and you want to try to convince me, I'm gonna check out as much on your argument uh, for uh, it as I am on my argument against it. Because I don't care. Yeah. I, I, I have no I have no investment in either side of that argument. Well, yeah, you know, that's eh, we got a break. But that the the whole stat thing, that like I'm fine I'm open to some of it, but once they start going real like yeah. Aggregate kind of stuff. I'm like, you know, I watch sports for fun. Yep. Like, I'm not trying to do math. Yeah. I don't really want that. Can wait, you wait. just talk about Seven it? Seven minus ten. Uh, they're up three. <laughs> and it. even that's a struggle. <laughs> that is a struggle. Honey. So wait till the kids start counting, then you have to explain. How much are they winning by? Who's winning? Which number's bigger? <laughs> uh, Seahawks? No, sweetie. The Seahawks are not winning. No, no. I know. I know. I don't know. No, but you'll 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 get to that. That's how that's how your child will watch sports. I recognize some of those digits, and I'm like, you're reading them backwards. What are you dyslexic? God, I, I don't even know what that means. I yeah, you were a mistake. All right, back to the final four after this sports interrupted. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, 
You deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate with Luke Anderson and Will Darkins on 1080 The Fan. Couple uh, submissions for uh, impersonations that you picture before the actual person. Uh, one for Will Ferrell is Alex Trebek. I don't think that ever sounded or looked like Alex Trebek. It was just Will Ferrell doing a little bit higher voice for some reason. And then uh, the other one is uh, two submissions for uh, Will Ferrell as Harry Carey. I think that there's uh, a lot yeah. more people that are on that because I don't think everybody knew who Harry Carey was. And it was such an over-the-top impression that I can see that one a little bit more. Somebody said Frank Caliendo is Madden, but uh, John Madden is nah. great. I was watching a clip. This is worth looking up if you have time. Uh, Madden. Uh, doing one of uh, Brady's early games, comparing him to Joe Montana. John Madden oh, really? compares Tom Brady to Joe Montana. And he goes, no, I'm not saying he's Joe Montana. It's it's very good. But he's like the calm and the poise and the whole thing. It was quite good. So go back and find that if you're looking for some uh, John Madden viewing RIP. My favorite take from, uh, from uh, Madden was just his unrelenting praise of Brett Favre. Oh, yeah? He absolutely loved Brett Favre. You know what? So did America. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Why did America love Brett Favre? Because he's a gunslinger. Is that it? Is hey, just... hey, Brett Favre won a lot of football games. Yeah, yeah. Brett Favre, the, the the biggest Brett Favre moment to me was when his he played that Monday night game after his dad died. All right, dude. He just had moments like that where he could just. Get, Brett Favre was an easy guy to root for. He just was likable, and the way that he played and his personality, like he just he had everything going for him. And I think it was, was the idea that like his attitude is what you would hope you'd have in the locker room with sure, you. Sure, yeah. Because he did. He had that type of uh, carefree attitude about himself. Yeah. Dude, it was, yeah. He just, there's just some guys that just have it and everything clicks and you can root for them. They're easy to root for. There's plenty of guys like that. They're maybe not the best of all time, but he was also Iron Man. He was there every single game. He never missed a game. Does he still hold the record? Did anybody pass him for most consecutive starts? I don't know. Yeah. So, I don't know. A lot, of, a lot of reasons to like him. We'll get back into the uh, final four in hour two. Uh, I got a note. I'm not sure if it was ever confirmed. Our friend Jen Ellis might come in to talk some what? baseball because it's opening day this week. I can't confirm. Dude, I what? cannot deny. Opening day for baseball season is uh, Thursday the 7th. This is not on your meticulously written out show sheet. Again, I got a note. I'm looking at it I right now. I would have put it on. If it was 100% for sure, it'd be on there. I'm going to the second tab in the Excel. Do you do that? Do not see anything. I, again, I'm tell, that's why I'm telling you now. But you know what is on that show sheet? Good versus evil. And where is it on in the show sheet? Next. Yeah. Center and Saint, Tony the fan. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. (laughs) Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you been too busy to keep up on sports this week? What has happened to the... What has happened? What has happened to the national interest? No time to form your own opinions? I stand before you here today in the midst of gnarly times. Well, no worries, brah. Let the sinner and the saint shred the gnar while you just sit back and ride the wave. It's time for Good versus Evil. Brought to you by the titan of Hawaiian restaurants. 808 on 1080 The Fan. 
Well, this is a tournament where we've previously seen a 46-year-old written off and mm. been told that he, he's passed it, he can't do it anymore. And that turned out to be perhaps one of the most iconic moments in the history of this game. Tiger Woods is clearly still Tiger Woods from the neck up, regardless of how compromised he has been over the years from the neck down in terms of his physical health. He is still very much Tiger Woods. There's a 40-something-year-old man wearing a teal sweater on the Golf Channel. There are titty-lating reports out there that Tiger what, Woods... What now? I said titty-lating. Got it. Are your headphones in? Just making sure I heard it correctly. Gosh. Like I was saying, titty-lating reports out there that Tiger Woods could possibly compete in this year's Masters Tournament at Augusta National Golf Club. Tiger played a practice round at the famed course on Monday to test his body in case he wants to give the Masters a go. Unlike Phil Mickelson, Tiger has not taken himself out of play. How does the possibility of Tiger playing change the dynamics of this tournament? That doesn't change the dynamics of the tournament itself. It changes the dynamics of viewership. People are going to get, want to go and see Tiger Woods playing. Uh, no question about that. So the galleries will shift a little bit around on Thursday and Friday and probably won't make it to the weekend since he hasn't really played any competitive golf and he's on a rebuilt leg that's, uh, you know, probably not ready to go out and compete and win without practice. But if he goes shows up, it's going to be great. Tiger has turned into kind of an older statesman of golf where he has a little bit more fun with the younger players and stuff. So I think it adds a little bit of that element, but it won't change the weekend. Why does he keep doing this? What else is he going to do? It's golf. We just, you just did the golf show with Swigart, and he was happy that his dad found a physical activity that he can do know, in his advanced age a year after a heart attack. You don't ever have to stop playing golf. Yeah. I switched to golf when my wife kept going, oh, you're going to play baseball and uh, softball and basketball? Don't get hurt. You're going to play golf? Have fun. So I'm like, you know what? This is probably a good idea. So there's going to be some advantage. There always is. You can't make everybody happy. I'm with Mike Tomlin. I'm a purist. Let's go back to sudden death, move this thing on. But at the end of the day, this is what this is what Mike T wants to see. All that quarterback money we're spending, let's give them both a chance to see how they play out. That's what would happen if a Carhartt jacket and ham sandwich had a child, Jeff Saturday. The NFL has changed its overtime rules so that each team is now guaranteed one possession in postseason overtime. Had that been in place last year, the Bills would have gotten the ball back against the Chiefs after Kansas City's overtime touchdown in the playoffs. The rule is, it should be noted, limited only to postseason games. How does this rule make the NFL a better product? Uh, Josh Allen gets the ball. Like you said it right in there. That's a better product if both quarterbacks get a chance to do it. You know what I would do if I was the NFL is just get rid of overtime during the regular season and then make it tit for tat in the in the postseason just going if you get a possession they get a possession and play you don't have to play Kansas you would have ties then don't have the Kansas plan in regular season you already have ties because you can get to the end of regulation postseason you cannot physically have a tie so why even have a clock just go out there you get the ball we get the ball you get the ball we get the ball take the clock out of play like college style kind Kind of of, but just just don't don't start at the 25 and don't make it extra points if you score a touchdown we get a chance to score a touchdown we don't it's over and let the teams decide. You don't have that many instances where there's overtime. But, yeah, I don't care if you let both quarterbacks have the ball. It makes it a better product. And nobody's going to complain that it's too hard on the bodies of the guys if it's for a chance to win a Super Bowl. What, what? It's been an unbelievable ride. I'm extremely excited about the future, uh, what, what the future holds for this franchise. And for me, a number of people have already asked, why are you stepping away from a chance to go to Hall of Fame? and win another Super Bowl. Because I don't give a about the Hall of Fame. Secession is way more important to me. This has been my dream for a long time. Guys that know me, they knew I wanted one of my guys to take over. That's the third most famous guy wearing a Kangol hat, Bruce Arians. The Buccaneers head coach suddenly and surprisingly resigned this past week. Defensive coordinator Todd Bowles was immediately named the new head coach. Some analysts are saying that this call might be a blueprint for loopholing the Rooney rule. Okay. So to explain that to you, the Rooney rule, of course, is the idea that you need to interview and give minority head coaches or minority candidates an equal chance at getting a head coaching job. Yes. Now, Bruce Arians hired from within, hiring Todd Bowles. 
Yes. Todd Bowles, obviously, is black. Yes. That would fulfill the Rooney Rule's intended purpose. Yes. But in an interesting loophole, it kind of doesn't because yeah. you're not interviewing people. What do you think? Ah, I mean, who's the second most famous guy with a Kangol hat, first of all? Because I know Samuel L. Jackson. Cool ah, L. Samuel L. Jackson's yeah, 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 yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, yep, yeah, I'm with you. All right, so, uh, yeah, I mean... Anytime you circumvent the rules, but as we talked about ad nauseum uh, in this coaching cycle, the Rooney rule has not worked. The idea of having a interview set up with Brian Flores after you've already decided that, that Brian Dable is going to be your head coach circumvents the Rooney rule already. So I, I understand where we're going with that, but it's not like the Rooney rule has been a rousing success. Or this was a situation where it was like, I need one of my guys being somebody that looks like me and sounds like me and is just like me. He got one of his guys that was there helping him win Super Bowls and Todd Bowles is African-American. So if we want to get into the minutia of this, we can, but the NFL needs to fix what they're doing. And, and this may be part of it, but right now I don't see any reason why it would be. It's an interesting loophole. It, it I is. Never but, really thought but, of it. But that again, way. I think they're yeah. after this uh, cycle of, of coaching hires, they obviously need to change some things. Anyways, the NFL is being sued by one of the coaches for the Pittsburgh Steelers now. Uh, now that he's on the staff, because they skipped the Rooney Rule with yeah. the Giants. So. All right, time for my favorite story of the week, and I informed you already that I needed extra time for this one because we do have sound now. I'm very excited. Uh, here's what I will tell you. This is what you're about to hear a Nebraska uh, state representative. He's a state senator, rather, and he is going in front of the uh, whatever governmental assembly and making a speech. Now, he's making a speech about the idea that, uh, you know, there's two it's too loosey goosey in schools and how they let kids identify themselves. This senator has a story. Oh boy. That he heard oh boy. from very reputable online posts. <laughs> Obviously. About what kids are doing in schools today. Okay. Let's take a listen. Um, it's something that kind of took me back just a little bit, and I'm a little shocked, I guess is what I would put it. It's called something called furries. If you don't know what furries are, it's where school children dress up as animals, cats or dogs, during the school day. They meow and they bark, and they interact with their school, with the teachers and that in this fashion. And now schools are wanting to put litter boxes in the schools for these children to use. How is this sanitary? I'm going to have a discussion with CEO Smith about this. This is something I think, how can schools allow this to happen? I think it's very disruptive within the school system. I think it's very disruptive within the classes. I even heard from one person here recently said that a, that a, that a student identified as a cat and wanted a litter box, and the school didn't provide the litter box, so the student went ahead and defecated on the floor. Really? No. Really? Not really. School administrators, what is going on? Nebraska Department of Education, what is going on? State really? Board of Education, what is going on? If some kids can't wear American flag to walk through the school on their shirt, <laughs> and you keep them out of school, and you kick them out of school, but it's okay if, if they wear a cat costume, you have a litter box for them, and that's fine? I don't think so. Can he hear himself? That is, uh, I hope that Nebraska uh, state senator, uh, Bruce Bosselman, Bosselman, buddy. And as you might imagine, that story is completely fabricated online. Well, 100% because we yeah. know what a furry is. Yeah. Well, you and I know what a furry is. Our <laughs> listeners know what a furry is. Anybody with the internet can go and find what a furry is. That is not a furry. Uh, that's a whole different thing. I thought that's where he was going with school, young school children as furries, which that would have been delightful. I will say he kept me guessing a little more than I expected with that. Uh, who did he talk to that told him that? And who's getting thrown out of school for wearing American flags? Uh, wow. 
I don't think anyone. No, nobody is. My nephew has American flag pants that he wears fairly often to school, as far as I know. Badass. Yeah. Bosselman had said that he planned to discuss the issue with the CEO of the Nebraska Department of Health and Human Services. Sure. He also alleged that the schools were not allowing kids to wear American flag things. He now understands that uh, this was, in fact, <laughs> an online rumor. But and no, he I, has apologized. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> how, how do you, like, okay. And here's okay. where I will address the obvious. How do you, as a state senator, which you have to have some some intelligence about you to be elected to office. I'm not sure. saying everybody does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for the most part, if you're an elected official, you have to have something about you. Sure. How do you read something like that? Have it come across your desk and not immediately go, can I get that confirmed? Yeah. I'd like to know that that kid actually did drop a deuce on the floor in science class dressed as a kitten. Yeah. Uh, and they and did reporters, <laughs> of course, because that's their job. Yep. Called the school district who then took two days to call around to every school in the in state, the entire and, state. Yeah, and go, Hey, did this happen? No, the, yeah. <laughs> no, no. What? No. <laughs> what are you talking about? Have any children dressed as kittens or dogs, cats and dogs? Wow. It's a lot there. That is a lot. So, yeah. What what po- At what point do you get I just can't believe this. I, I not only do I need to say something, I need to say something publicly about this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like did was the first time anybody in his inner circle. Like you know every once in a while like a marketing campaign or a show will come out and they'll be like They'll be like, oh, sorry, we have to retract that because apparently everything was wrong with it. Mm. I always think, I'm like, how many layers of approval did they have to go through to make it to broadcast with no, you mm. know what I mean? It's not a lot. I can tell you from no, a I local know. news I've learned side. That. I've learned that now. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's about one. Yeah. <laughs> but can we please have at least a safety net for this? Like, if you're a senator, like, I have somebody proofread like important emails that I send out just as like a little backup for myself. Sure. Ugh. Yeah. Well, yeah. there you go. Uh, yeah. Hey. And also, I mean, look, I, maybe I'm out on a limb here, but just let the kids wear their cat suits. <laughs> well, no, it's a litter boxes. That can't be sanitary. Just let the kids have their litter boxes. Just put it outside. Yeah. If you're going to go poop and you need the litter box, you go outside. It's well, a mess anyway. Listen, listen, the kid's going to have to scratch it up. If the cat can go outside, it doesn't need a litter box. So by you, yeah. You're preaching to the choir over here. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. Wow. <laughs> How can that be sanitary? I love that his concern is for the children. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm concerned for the child. They identified as a cat. And it's just hit. You can hear all of the, the check marks that it's hitting mm-hmm. for agenda. And it's just come on now. Well, All also right. the fact too, that like, that like, you know, there's a part of him that wanted to say like, and if my kid came home and saw that, how am I supposed to explain that? To yeah, him? yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's the oh. other thing. Like as a parent, what, how am I supposed to explain that? Let me tell you something. Me? If that happened to my kid and they saw like a kid dressed as a cat pooping a litter box, I'd go. First of all, could you tell me that story again? I couldn't hear you over the sound of myself laughing. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Is hey, is that something you want to do? No. No. All right, cool. Then we're done with this conversation. Just look away. Yeah, exactly. And don't make eye contact. Because uh, if he is a cat, yeah, oh yeah, he will be like aggressive. That. Yeah, exactly. Oh boy. <laughs> all right. Well, that's our good versus evil, brought to you by our friends at 808 Hawaiian Restaurant. Their food is delicious. You should eat it. Uh you can order. Take out or uh, to go right there on uh, their website, ate-oh-ate.com. Uh, get some Hawaiian food from there today. Uh, hour two. Still got to get into the final four a little bit. We haven't talked about Villanova and Kansas. Villanova not expected to make it this far as a two seed. I feel still find that baffling considering they've won, what, two championships in the last five, six years. Uh, but somehow, total shocker that they're there. Uh, and we'll get back into a little bit of Duke, North Carolina, and we may have a guest talk, talk some baseball. 
Who knows? Anything can happen. Hour two, Center and Saint next, right here on 1080 The Fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.